Team Buck, welcome to the Freedom Hut Monday, January 31st edition of the program. I cannot believe we are as deep into the winter as we already are. But I'm in sunny Miami. So it's been a little chilly here the last few days, I'm told. Got a lot to discuss with you today, including the massive fight over censorship with the Joe Rogan podcast and the organized apparatus of the left coming after him. Official consensus. That's what they're calling uh, what is needed now, or what they should call what is needed now. Plus, you got the can- the convoy of freedom in Canada uh, still going strong. I'm loving what I'm seeing up there. Basically trying to save Western civilization. Justin Trudeau has COVID after getting triple jabbed. Has he been jabbed 10 times, three times? Who knows? But he is also seemingly in hiding. He says quarantine now, but uh, interesting the timing of all this. And then what you're hearing about the kids off-ramp for masking in schools. We'll discuss what I think about that. And the pregnant man emoji is now a thing. So we got a stacked show coming your way from the Freedom Hut Miami edition, my friends. As always, honored to have you here with me. So let's get to it in a second. This time of year when tax returns are first filed, there are always stories of cyber thieves filing bogus tax returns to get your refund ahead of you doing so. And once they do get that refund, you have to know how difficult it is to explain to the IRS your refund's in the wrong hands. Cyber thieves who make their living by scamming bogus tax refunds are hard to track down. You don't want to be a victim of online identity theft. That's why I have LifeLock, and you should have LifeLock, too. Whether it's a tax refund or cyber thieves opening bogus accounts and spending money in your name, online identity theft is a big-time problem. LifeLock helps detect a wide range of identity threats. Thank heavens. They can protect you. They can help you make sure that your social security number for sale on the dark web, for example, is something you are notified of so you can take action. If they detect your information has been compromised, they'll send you an alert. And if it turns out your identity is stolen, LifeLock has a team of restoration specialists to help you. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But you can help protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now and save 25% off your first year by using promo code BUCK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com and use promo code BUCK for 25% off. Again, that's 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com and use promo code BUCK for 25% off. They are coming after Rogan with everything they can, it seems, right now. The apparatus, the Soviet-style censorship organism of the Democrat Party of the left, they are really unhappy with the fact that what let's just review for a moment here. What does Joe Rogan do exactly? I've listened to the show a few times. And of course, here I am doing a podcast, effectively doing advertisement for someone else's show. But it's important that we understand what's happening here. What is it that Rogan does? He has a conversation, uh, a conversation with people on a podcast where he asks real questions and allows different points of view. That should be the least controversial thing in media imaginable. You have a a conversation where you want to ask real questions. You're trying to get real answers. This is very straightforward. There's nothing about this that should. Oh, but it deviates from the established consensus, especially on COVID. You see, you're not allowed. You're not allowed to say anything other than what they tell you you can say. And, And I think people are seeing this for the terrifying reality that it is. If this, in fact, becomes the country that we live in, if Democrats are able to do this, if they can take a podcaster with millions and millions of subscribers who has a $100 million contract 
and say you're not allowed to have the positions you do. You're not allowed to say the things you want to say about COVID or even just ask the questions about COVID policy. Keep in mind, they have failed almost catastrophically on every aspect of COVID. They have not protected the American people. The CDC is a joke. It's full of idiot bureaucrats. The left-wing consensus about stopping the spread. We just went through another massive COVID season. After all the shots and all the mandates, and we're still going through it now, but we've reached the peak for Omicron. That much is clear if you look at the data. But we got hit, and we got hit hard. Despite all of their, why won't you just get the shot and mask up? It'll make it all go away. No, it won't. And it didn't. We all know this now. And we cannot allow for this, oh, but nobody could have seen this coming, bullcrap. A lot of us saw this coming insofar as we knew that they didn't know. We knew that they had lied to us. We knew there were a lot of areas where they were not willing to be honest about what had actually occurred, what the reality was of COVID, of masking, of uh, the vaccination programs, how effective is it, you know, wash down your groceries, wear gloves, all this stuff that we've been made to do. Hand sanitizer bottles everywhere, six feet of social distancing. They're not honest about any of it because none of it worked. None of it did. And when I say worked, now they're playing games. You actually see this even in the New York Times. Well, maybe masks reduce aerosolized particles by, you know, 10%. I'm sorry. So now we've gone from if you just mask up, you're safe. Why won't you mask up, you monster, to, yeah, I mean, you know, 10 percent, 10 percent protection in while you're wearing the mask is what they're now saying in the New York Times pages. Does that sound like it works? If I gave you an antibiotic and I said it has a 10 percent chance of helping you with this infection, is that considered effective? It's a joke. It's absurd. But this is what they do now. This is who they've become. The apparatus doesn't care about the truth. They care about power. Think about all the embarrassment that they feel over this, too. Think about how stunningly wrong they've been. And then beyond that, the realities of what it would mean for them now to turn around and say, you know what? You were right. We are wrong. And what's happening with Joe Rogan is fascinating because they're having, uh, what's his, Neil Young, who I've, I can't even think of a Neil Young song. Neil Young and now Joni Mitchell, they're supposed to be, based on their record in the 60s and the 70s, we're going back a long time, rebels. They weren't rebels. They weren't rebels. I hate to break this to the boomers, but you know what all these all these uh, boomer musicians were? They were tools of the left to deconstruct and break down American society so that the left could take control. Now the left is in control. Right Now the progressives, now the... Load-bearing walls of civilization are under assault. And they're all of a sudden tools of the man, you see. Isn't it fascinating how that happens? They weren't really about freedom. No, they were never about freedom. They were about destroying the established order to replace it with a new one, just like commies do. And that's always the danger, right? This is people are upset or there's revolution in the air. Who takes power? Is it really the people? No. The reason all these revolutionary groups claim to represent the people, as in they actually have names like the People's Popular Front or the People's Popular Revolution, is they're not popular, they're not the people, they're just another faction that wants control. And culturally and politically in this country, the left pretended to be about liberty and liberalism 50, 60 years ago, but now the left has become so ascendant that they're actually controlling things. 
They control corporate America. They control Hollywood. They control the media. They control so much, even though they're not really representative of the people. And so you have these musicians who are tools of the apparatus, and they're coming after Joe Rogan. And Joe Rogan had this uh, apology of sorts. It wasn't really an apology. It was kind of an explanation, but it was uh, looked. I listened to it over the weekend. He put it out on Instagram as a walk back. And you got to remember, Joe Rogan's not a conservative. He's not in this for the fight. He's just a guy who's asking questions and very, very successful with that. But he, he's not trying to crush the commies. I'm trying to crush commies here. I have a different mission. I mean, I think these people now should be humiliated for their idiotic COVID policies. But I, I think they deserve the scorn. You know, I think Fauci deserves scorn from right-thinking Americans. And I don't mean right as in politically. I mean correct. So I have a very different view than someone, say, like Joe Rogan does. But nonetheless, here we are watching and listening to the apparatus show you that they just want censorship. They don't really care. It does not really matter to them that free speech is under such direct assault. In fact, they like it. It's the opposite of they have a problem with it. They would want more of this. They want more censorship. Um, and let me just tell you, this this was a great moment. Glenn Greenwald, who is a guy who uh, used to be a, he's, he is still a man of the left, but back in the uh, in the early days of the Obama administration, the Bush administration, he's somebody I think would have I would have had a lot of policy disagreements with. And I'll say on some of them, he might have been right. And some of them I was right, but we didn't see eye to eye on everything. And uh, we I think we did one or two uh, segments. Where we were de- we were debating radical Islam, for example. And he was basically like, it's not a threat. And I'm like, I think it's a pretty big threat. Uh, and we we had that. But now he's a man because he believes in the principle of the First Amendment and free speech. Now he's a man who is breaking with the consensus left on so many of these issues. And here, for example, is him going after Chelsea Clinton. I mean, you just have to absolutely have to hear this because or read, you know, I'll read this to you because it's it's brilliant. I mean, Chelsea Clinton is such a part of the of the um, establishment elite left. And it's just grotesque. She's such a brat. And this is a person who's never had a real job never been in a real professional struggle and accomplished nothing other than just riding on the coattails of mommy and daddy's name. That's just the truth. Okay. Oh, she went to this fancy school because she's a Clinton guys. All right. Let's not be children about this. Let's be serious. Um, The Greenwald in his Substack, which I got to say has some great stuff in it. Uh, This is what he wrote about Chelsea Clinton who wants Joe Rogan to be deplatformed. Right. She's now joining in on this. Misinformation. They use the term misinformation instead of lies because lies are an issue of what is demonstrable, what is true. Misinformation is something else. Misinformation is we don't approve of what you're saying. It's not that it's wrong. It's that we don't like it. It's not what we tell you to say. That's why they use that term. It's intentionally vague because it's a tool of politics and power it's not a tool of veracity it's not about the truth why do you never hear what's the misinformation that's being spread oh what they don't like are different points of view trust me if they could get away with saying it's a lie they'd say it's a lie but then you'd have to declare what is the lie and someone saying i think this is a bad idea to mandate children getting a vaccine for example that's not a lie that is an opinion and a very valid one that makes a whole lot more sense And if we had this debate in open and in public, 
the consensus would lose, which is why they need to silence. They need to silence other people. This is what the Democrat Party has become. It's appalling. Back to the Substack, though, on Chelsea Clinton. This is delicious. This post-attack on Substack predictably provoked expressions, this is all Glenn Greenwald from a Substack, of serious concern from good and responsible liberals. That included Chelsea Clinton, who lamented that Substack is profiting off of a grift. Apparently, this political heiress, who is one of the world's richest individuals by virtue of winning the birth lottery, of being born to rich and powerful parents, who in turn enrich themselves by cashing in on their political influence in exchange for $750,000 paychecks from Goldman Sachs for 45-minute speeches, and who herself somehow was showered with a $600,000 annual contract from NBC News, despite no qualifications, and no talent, by the way, believes she is in a position to accuse others of grifting. She also appears to believe that despite welcoming convicted child sex trafficker Ghislaine Maxwell to her wedding, to a hedge fund oligarch whose father was expelled from Congress after his conviction on 31 counts of felony fraud, she is entitled to decree who should and should not be allowed to have a writing platform. End quote. Ouch. Flying elbow from Glenn Greenwald to the face of the establishment here. In this case, uh, specifically a smackdown of the absurdity from Chelsea Clinton that it's a grift. Oh, yes. She, she's in a position to lecture anybody about grifting and ethics. What's going on with the Freedom Convoy? I am so pleased that this is happening up in Canada. I, I, I can't tell you how much respect I have. Well, I'm going to try to tell you how much respect I have for these people, uh, these, these truckers who are, and everyone who's helping them, everyone who's involved, who are doing so much good. And it's enough. Enough is enough, right? We've, I mean, when I say it's enough, we need to say no more of the craziness. And that's what they're doing. Let me talk to you about the Canada Freedom Trucker Convoy in a moment. For people paying attention to the long-term value of their savings account, this is a time of real concern. Inflation over the last year has made those dollars worth about 75% less. How do you protect your savings account from letting that happen over the long run? You invest in real gold as protection. Protection is important for your portfolio, and there's a certain satisfaction that comes with purchasing gold. Having it delivered to your home and holding it in your hands before storing it away safely, it's an experience, and it serves to reinforce why gold is so valuable over the course of time. I buy my gold from the Oxford Gold Group. It's a great group of people who can explain the value of precious metals to you and make it easy to take delivery of what you decide to purchase. Buying real gold is not complicated. Our friends at the Oxford Gold Group are who you need to call first. They'll explain everything to you. Having real gold delivered to your home or having real gold as part of your IRA, it is just a phone call away with Oxford Gold. Call them at 833-404-GOLD and learn how you can have real gold in your IRA and delivered to your door. That's the Oxford Gold Group at 833-404-GOLD, 833-404-G-O-L-D. The Canadian Freedom Trucker Convoy is doing Great work up there in Canada. It's amazing to see how this is happening. Uh, They're causing chaos in Ottawa after a second day of protests. Good. Justin Trudeau, who is um, testing positive, apparently, for COVID, but still testing negative for testosterone. Justin Trudeau and his family have moved to a secret location as the Freedom Convoy. People were trying uh, trying to initially indicate that this was because of a Safety concern for Trudeau? But you got to be kidding me. These are truckers who are engaged in what really feels a bit like a general strike. 
right? A general strike, certainly, of truckers. And that's something that the left usually celebrates. Going back to Occupy Wall Street, going back to the 1890s, going back to the earliest days of the labor movement, right? The general strike would bring a country down to its knees. Well, the truckers are saying enough is enough. And this is for a very important issue. The left all of a sudden hates workers, hates truck drivers. Isn't this so interesting? Because they're not going along with the consensus. It's not about workers. It's about power for the left. That's the way they always see it. And that's why it's fascinating to see uh, this, quote, fringe minority, as Justin Trudeau has called them, doing such an amazing job of raising the consciousness here of people about what's really happening in America. What's what's really happening in, I'm sorry, in Canada. And the same thing is, is happening. Uh, the same thing is happening in this country, too. But we don't have people that are taking quite this level of action against it, which I think is very interesting. We do not have this level of of um, willingness to fight back. And that's disconcerting to me. Why is it that we don't actually have more mass action against the mandates, which have been so not only tyrannical, but useless? The initial argument for so much of this was, yes, it's going to be trampling on your rights a little bit. Yes, there's some tyranny involved here. However, we're going to save so many lives. They haven't saved lives with social distancing, with masking. They haven't saved anything. They haven't saved lives with shutdowns. All shutdowns do is delay the spread of the virus a little bit for a finite period of time and not even very well and not very much. So we got all the downside and none of the upside. You say, oh, Buck, but what about the vaccines are so useful uh, for preventing hospitalization and death? that i'll say a couple things one the hospitalization and death data is very shaky in the u.s there's a lot of people in the hospital who aren't really there for covid and then i really want to know how many people who are in the hospital or have died from covid during this surge are vaccinated because i don't trust the early indicators or the early assessment data i want to see the full actual numbers on that no that's a conspiracy really they're wrong they've been wrong about the numbers all along so is it a conspiracy to think they might be wrong again or is it just paying attention uh and then beyond that the justification for mandates everyone has the right to the shot everyone can get the shot for free the shots are everywhere the justification for the mandate is oh but you're a danger to people around you unless you get the shot well hold on a second that's not true that's not reality it doesn't stop the spread we know that now So then why are they making people get it? Because it should be up to your own risk tolerance for yourself as an individual. It's not about other people. Oh, this was about, oh, you can't go drunk driving even if, no, okay. That was the argument they made. Notice how now they pretend they never made that argument because they were wrong. Enormously, stunningly wrong. But they will not, uh, they will not let it go. They will not back off. They think that there's you know, some way here that they can come out of this looking like they aren't the bad guys. Actually, it's more than that. They just want to be in control. They really do just want to be in control of all of this. And uh, we, we have to fight. Friends, the consensus, uh, the consensus is wrong. You see, that's the problem. It's wrong in principle, and it's wrong on the facts. The apparatus of the left is incapable of coming to grips with that reality because it would affect their power. So they'll keep lying. They'll keep doing everything that they they say they need to in order to be in charge going forward. Um, but it's really shocking 
that that there are so many people who you would think would see this for what it is and don't and don't go along with it. I mean, here, wait, I will say this. I want to play this before. Even Bill Maher says that the left has its head up its you-know-what. Uh, play clip uh, Crash. Play clip 12 for me, if you would. Let's get this straight. It's not me who's changed. It's the left, who is now made up of a small contingent who've gone mental and a large contingent who refused to call them out for it. But I will. That's why I'm a hero at Fox these days. <laughs> Which shows just how much liberals have their head up their because if they really thought about it, they would have made me a hero on their media. But, but that can't happen in this ridiculous new era of mind-numbing partisanship, where if I keep it real about the nonsense in the Democratic Party, it makes me an instant hero to Republicans. People sometimes say to me, you, don't, you, didn't, you didn't used to make fun of the left as much. Yeah, because they didn't give me so much to work with. Left has gone crazy. I mean, even Bill Maher, man, of the left, realizes they've gone nuts. These people are out of their minds. And with that, I just gave you to close it out today, the pregnant man emoji that is now going to be on iPhones. And I guess Androids too, maybe, but on iPhones. Now they have a, a man emoji. So a little man figurine you have on your phone that is, that is a pregnant man. These, the people who want to enforce consensus about scientific truth, quote, consensus about scientific truth, are literally the same people who want to tell you that men can get pregnant. That isn't misinformation. That is a lie. It is not true. So you know that there's a massive problem here because the very same people who claim they have the right to determine absolute truth are forcing obvious untruth, obvious lies on their opponents in the culture, in politics, all the time, all the time. I mean, they should be ashamed of it, but they are incapable of shame, as you know. Uh, we'll continue to fight for what is true and what is right here on the Buck Saxon Show podcast. Miami edition of the Freedom Hut. It's nice down here, folks. Uh, back with you tomorrow and every day this week. Till next time, shields high.